0: Freedom, knowledge. The Abstract Japan Podcast at AbstractJapan.com.
1: And now, the Boston Bastard Brunette, Electric Sisterhood, and On Mystery street, proudly present No Boys, no, no Mix, The World's J Pop and Alternative hotspot.
2: Bastards and wenches, welcome to episode 284 of No Borders, No Race. I am your King, baby Duck, Evan Borgo. Thank you once again for tuning in. And as you are listening to this very episode, I am getting my final preparations ready for Anime NYC 2021. I am so excited and I am looking forward to seeing everyone there at the convention. But one of the things that I did to prepare for this trip to New York City is... Getting my COVID booster shot. And let me tell you something. The first two shots I got of Moderna went well, with the only thing I experienced was a little fatigue. The booster shot, which I needed to take because some idiots who refuse to get vaccinated are causing variants to be created, kicked my ass like nobody's business. I had cold chills late in the night, pain, and even some moments of heavy sweating. Getting a booster shot sucked. But you know what? It's better than the alternative. I would rather deal with the side effects of the booster shot than risk getting a variant of COVID. And I hope all of you out there are doing the exact same thing. Get the booster shot, and then you can go out there and experience all the fun things in life once again. On today's episode of No Borders No Race... Well, I'm not going to reveal what it is I'm going to talk about on this episode... All I am going to say is that I have a lot to say about a certain single thing. For now... Let's just waltz on over to this week's playlist. Remember, as always, if you like what you hear and would like to support these artists, you can find their music on CD Japan, Amazon, Yes Asia, Apple Music, Spotify, Bandcamp, the band's official sites, and your local record store. We're going to start the show off with some new Nano who just released a new EP called Chisana Inori no Show. From that release is Hana ni Ame.
3: Show coming to you live from Tokyo, Japan, a year end special. And I'll be with my good friend, Evan Borgald. And you can tune into The Mike Rogers Show. We play Japanese music, Japanese pop, Japanese, uh, and you can win a bazillion dollars on this show. I don't know how you can, but maybe, you know, if you listen to the show, maybe you can somehow, maybe buy a raffle ticket or something. The Mike Rogers Show. Yes! Tune in! We're going to have our year-end top five countdown. It's going to be way cool, and you can hear more good songs just like this.
2: We got Ere from the first season of Zombieland Saga, and it was recently announced that Zombieland Saga will be hitting the big screen in the near future. Here's hoping it reveals what the hell happened during the season two finale's last few seconds. You know, folks, I always do my very best to give any form of entertainment the benefit of the doubt. Every anime, manga, TV show, and movie that comes out, I try to go into it all with a clean slate and zero judgment. Sometimes I wind up being surprised. Other times, disappointed. But then there are times when I am greeted with a smelly dumpster fire. And that, my listeners, is what I was delivered the other day. So what exactly am I talking about here? Well... Back in 2018, Crunchyroll announced it was doing original programming, which is great, which is awesome. And the first show that they announced as part of its Crunchyroll originals was a series called High Guardian Spice. The trailer featured no footage whatsoever, and instead focused on how diverse the writers, animators, and so forth were in its creation. And when that trailer came out, it was bombarded with hate and disgust. Now let me make it clear. I am 100% okay with diverse casts and crew. Diversity breeds creativity. Diversity brings unique ideas and concepts. Diversity gives people the chance to bring different kinds of storytelling into a single property. Diversity is a-okay in my book. But when you release a trailer for something, and all that trailer shows is how diverse the crew is while showing and telling nothing about the actual cartoon, well, to me, that spells trouble for the final product. But nevertheless, I wanted to have the benefit of the doubt when it came to High Guardian Spice. After all, sometimes something that looks bad can wind up being good, and of course, the vice versa can happen. So... High Guardian Spice launched at the end of October on Crunchyroll, with all of the episodes dropping on a single day. So I turned on my PS4, since I haven't gotten a PS5 yet, put on Crunchyroll, and started watching High Guardian Spice. And folks, let me tell you something. I didn't get through all 12 episodes. I didn't get through half of the 12 episodes. I treaded through the first four episodes of High Guardian Spice just so I can form a legitimate opinion on this series. And let me be blunt I didn't need to watch four episodes to form an actual opinion on High Guardian Spice. I could have easily stopped at one episode of High Guardian Spice, and my opinion would have been the same. My opinion on High Guardian Spice is this it's shit! It's god-awful shit. It's a shitty story. With shitty characters. With Steven Universe-style animation. Only, you guessed it, shittier. And I didn't even need to watch the entire first episode to know that I was about to experience a shit show. No, I could tell you exactly when I knew this was going to be bad. I knew... That High Guardian Spice was going to be bad. 18 seconds into it. That's how horrible this show is. And now you're probably asking yourself, why are you thinking this show was shit? And why are you thinking it was shit merely four episodes into it? Much less the first 18 seconds of it. Well, I'm going to tell you why High Guardian Spice was awful after this next music break. That's right. I need more than one segment to talk about why High Guardian Spice was a terrible cartoon. So, do yourselves a favor. Go and prepare some popcorn because I have got a lot of trash to dig through regarding this cartoon. For now... Let's return to the playlist. Legendary producer Jack Knife Lee is teaming up with vocalist Cathal Colin for the new project Telephys. Their debut album, A hound Apologies if I mispronounced that, because that is a very hard word to say. A Hound won't be arriving until February 11th, but we've got a little sneak peek of what will be in store with this album. Here is Telephys with Mr. Imperator. I know... What you thinking It's there's that guy who tried to poison
3: me Nonsense, I'm from your childhood Always rapping over Day on the tail of
1: All times are Easter.
2: tokyo that was lighters with little me you can find that song on their debut album swim in the milk they remind me a lot of shonen knife which hopefully is a sign of many good things to come from lighters in the future so as i may mention in the previous segment i attempted to get through as much of high guardian spice as i could and i lasted four episodes before giving up on it and As I said, it took about 18 seconds of the first episode to realize that this was going to be a train wreck of a cartoon. So where do I begin with why it was such a train wreck? Let's start with the voice acting. The main four characters of Rosemary, Sage, Parsley, and Thyme are not voiced by professional voice actors. They're not even on-screen actors. They are a bunch of no-names that have had zero experience doing voice acting before doing High Guardian Spice. And that zero experience shows. The lines are delivered awkwardly, and the personalities are flatter than a glass of Pepsi left out in the sun for eight hours. And when I say awkward, I don't mean sounding like kids who are going through an awkward phase kind of awkward. I mean... The characters sound like they were thrown into a recording studio, given the script, and had them record everything in one take. It's that bad. This now leads to the next thing that makes High Guardian Spice terrible. It's characters. Rosemary, Sage, Parsley, and Tyne are not what you would call, quote-unquote, good protagonists. No, what these four characters in High Guardian Spice that are given the spotlight are, are what we in the Geekscape like to call the Annoying Side Characters. They have the same personalities as the likes of Snarf, Scrappy-Doo, and Jar Jar Banks. And these are the heroes of High Guardian Spice. Four annoying girls whose sugar rush is at a ten when it should be at a two. Speaking of More regarding, uh, the dialogue. The script itself is just atrocious. Nobody in High Guardian Spice talks normally. Nobody comes up with sentences that an actual person would say. Awkwardly or not. There has never been a moment in time, past or present when the sentences that are being uttered in this show have ever been said by either the most sane of people or even the looniest of nutbags. Whoever wrote these scripts needs to go back to school and learn about subjects, predicates, and what makes a complete sentence. Then there is the animation. The animation is choppy, amateurish, and above all, Lacking originality, it tries to be Steven Universe. And the animation in Steven Universe is beautiful. It's got fluidity to it. There are some impressive parts to Steven Universe that, as somebody who hates their fandom, can admit is really good. But in High Guardian Spice, everything looks like a bad Newgrounds cartoon parody of Steven Universe. Any action scene or magical moment showcased here was presented in a truly half-assed manner. Let's now talk about the soundtrack. On top of the score that rips off various songs, including Simon and Garfunkel's Scarborough Fair, the opening and ending theme songs are fucking awful. Normally, I would play a clip so you can suffer as much as I did, But these songs are so terrible that I can't even stomach searching for clips of the songs. As someone who is on the autism spectrum, there are certain sounds that cause me literal physical pain. And these songs gave me stomach aches like you wouldn't believe. But the biggest problem I had with High Guardian Spice is so big that I need to stand on my box to proclaim it. I already know what you're thinking. Why am I spending so much time on a cartoon I despise so much? Can I just hate it and move on? Well, as someone who critiques and dissects everything he watches, just saying something sucks and moving on doesn't gel with me. So after we do these couple of music segments, including our local spotlight, I'm going to tell you about the worst thing about High Guardian Spice. So stay tuned. You know, looking back, I should have just made this a written article, but sometimes it feels so much better to actually say this sort of stuff out loud than simply type it up for people to read. You need to hear my anger and disappointment sometimes rather than see it in word form. Anyways, more on High Guardian Spice's shittiness later on in the show. Passcode are back with a new member and former lady baby member Emily Arema now added to the fold. Here is what people can expect from her contributions to the group in the form of their latest single Freely.
4: no food like theme park food Eat the Magic is a YouTube series about theme park food in Southern California and maybe Florida Eat the Magic is hosted by a childless millennial of real repute Jared the Greek Karen's want him, Chad wants to be him no bothers given Tune into our show Eat the Magic on YouTube see our thirst for Dole on Instagram at Eat the Magic We'll see you real soon at the parks Why? Because we like you
2: jones that was porcelain on porcelain with birdsdale spa fc that song comes off the compilation album David's Town. of course porcelain on porcelain are not a real band as the album is actually toronto hardcore punk icons fucked up under various aliases the record was released in conjunction with their 2011 record david comes to life which the band will play in its entirety when they tour this winter Let's open the oven and pull out some Boston musical treats. It's time for the Bean Town Sampler. Fronted by heavy metal sleaze veterans Johnny Machine and Mike Demonic. Il Mostro is a Boston based act slipping deep into the occult to turn out some heavy hardcore. Since 2015, the band has spread their mosh pit inducing gospel throughout our city's underground scene. Last month saw the release of their latest EP, Occult Practices, and right now we're going to spin its opening track. Here's Il Mostro with Fire Witch.
1: Star Trek to Back to the Future, we've got your pop culture reactions and news over at LeaguePodcast.com. The League of Ordinary Gentlemen comic book podcast is more than just comic. Check us out wherever you get your podcasts on social at League Podcast. Oh
3: my god, Carrie. What? Did you hear what I'm doing this fall? No. I'm taking Sex Unique Podcast
0: on tour. Wait a minute! I'm doing that too. I know. We're going on tour. We're going on fucking tour. She on, she on the beat.
3: She on the beat. She on the
5: beat. She
0: on the beat.
3: You could hear us podcast and see us podcast
0: live this fall. What? Los
3: Angeles.
0: Holy shit! Then Salt Lake City. Chicago.
3: Philadelphia.
0: Boston. New York. Everyone that knows me knows that I love, I love murder. murder. It's like, no, you're just unoriginal.
3: So does literally the entire population of the uh, United States, yes. that's why they all shoot each other. <laughs> <laughs> Head to LarsMarie.com to purchase tickets.
0: That's L-A-R-Z-M-A-R-I-E.com to get yours now. Are you feeling oh
3: sexy and unique? <laughs> Woo!
4: のこのまま目にするんだと覚悟を決めて
2: year's Tomei na Fsen EP. This season, you can catch Rie Takahashi as ida san and Mutekin, the dancing hero, and Reika in Ancient Girl's Frame. She will also be reprising her role as the titular Teasing Master Takagi-san this coming winter. And now, folks, let's put the coffin in the ground and start tossing the dirt in. It's time for a bastard soapbox. <laughs> the absolute worst part about High Guardian Spice is that it spends more time being woke than actually telling a coherent story. Let me make this clear, though. I'm 100% all for having inclusive characters and many representations of people of different races, creeds, faiths, genders, and sexual orientations. I love that there are shows and characters out there that people from different nations, backgrounds, and especially those who are in the LGBTQ community can watch and relate to. But there is a huge difference between making a show that's inclusive and one that's simply woke. Writing a show that's woke means that they put all of their focus on making sure everyone is shown some representation, but then forgetting to write an actual story for these characters. And that is what High Guardian Spice is. It's a woke cartoon that has very little story. And when it attempts to have some sort of narrative, it goes down already treaded paths with not even an ounce of effort to be original with it. So not only are they ripping off other properties, they're doing it so lazily that it's not even laughable. It's sigh-inducing reaching dangerous levels of deadly boredom. And I get that people in certain demographics were looking forward to High Guardian Spice because they're hoping to see characters that they can relate to. Same reason why a lot of people would watch a show and grow attached to it. But the fact remains that this show does a terrible job with its representation, especially for those in the queer community. These characters and their adventures are done in such a shallow manner that anyone in the LGBTQ community that was watching this show would find the nearest wall and proceed to bang their head on it. And this is the important part. You can't just shove representation down a viewer's throat without having a good story to drink down while watching it. Shows like The Owl House, Adventure Time, Star vs. The Forces of Evil, Hilda, Amphibia, Kippo in the Age of Wonder Beasts, and yes, even Steven Universe, do amazing jobs with representations of people of different backgrounds, genders, and sexual orientations. And they do that while delivering some of the best storytelling for kids, parents, and everyone else who watches it. High Guardian Spice does none of that with their representation. The difference between having a show being inclusive and one being woke rests on the effort of its story. If it panders without any care to the narrative, then it's woke. If it's an amazing story that's filled with many kinds of people on this rainbow spectrum of ours, then it is inclusive. And if you can create a show that blows everything around it out of the water while giving some solid representation that you'll win the love and respect of your peers and fans. Right now, in my opinion, that victory belongs to Vivziepop's YouTube series and has been a hotel spinoff, Hell of a Boss. The stories are amazing. The characters, which are of various spectrums of genders and members of the LGBT community, are lovable. The songs are Broadway-worthy. And the animation is some of the very best on and even off the internet it also panders to nobody while being written for every viewer who watches it hell of a boss is everything that high guardian spice isn't i know it's an adult show and i know kids can't watch it but hell of a boss just does a phenomenal job with showcasing so much representation in that cartoon. In the end, it's clear that there is no actual audience for High Guardian Spice. This is why Crunchyroll sat on it for nearly two years after it wrapped production, and just dumping it all right before Halloween, when everyone is watching Hocus Pocus or Nightmare Before Christmas for the umpteenth time. Because even Crunchyroll knew, that this was a garbage show. Fred Raider Studios knew it was a garbage show when they rejected it back in 2013. And now that I've said my piece about High Guardian Spice, I shall toss it in the dumpster behind my apartment and never, ever, speak of it again. And with that, I put away my soapbox for the rest of 2021 well okay i still have to sum it all up in japanese in the next segment but i'm done talking about it in english my only hope is that its creator ray rodriguez i hope that he learns from his mistakes with high guardian spice and implements the corrections in whatever he works on in the future I know he's a good guy. I follow him on Twitter. I've actually chatted with him back and forth on Twitter. I was hoping that I would be proven wrong about High Guardian Spice. But unfortunately, that wasn't the case. But I don't want Ray Rodriguez to just pack it up and go home. I want him to keep on trying. I want him to succeed. And I think that's one of the most important aspects when it comes to criticism, even with the harshest kind of criticism. Even though I may hate what I watched, I want these people to find some success the next time around. And I think that's something that gets lost when you're trashing something or being very critical of something. You want to see somebody succeed in entertainment. And even though High Guardian Spice was awful next time around Ray Rodriguez he could create something amazing and I think that that would be the ultimate thing to happen I know from interviews that he's working with um, Warner Butters on a couple of things so I hope that whatever he learned and the bad experiences he took from making High Guardian Spice he will keep that in mind When he tries to do better next time. And I think that is all I need to say about that. French hardcore band Beyond the Sticks are unleashing their next album, Sentence, early next year, with a preview was to come arriving with the aid of guest vocalist Louis Afer. According to frontman Emily Dupute, I might have butchered that name, I apologize. This song is a battle cry shouted towards the xenophobia that's poisoning the entire world. Here now are Beyond the Sticks with New World Disorder.
0: saturated world what's a nerd to do hang out with your good pals on nerdy show that's what our
1: flagship podcast is a weekly celebration of the multifaceted d20 that is the modern nerd
0: when we're not devising horrors that combine vr and spiders or taste testing weird food we're discussing the latest geek happenings digging into our deepest nerd niches
6: or interviewing a celebrity or two
0: head to NerdyShow.com or find us on itunes and experience a multiverse of awesomeness
2: Paradise Orchestra with Kamen Rider Saber from this year's tokusatsu-themed Ska Almighty album. And Kamen Rider fans in Japan can catch the motorcycle-riding hero on the big screen once again in the new film, Kamen Rider Beyond Generations. The movie arrives in theaters on December 17th. So shite ima minasan konshu no nihongo yoyaku no jikandesu, sa Saikoze. Kuranji no high guardian spice wa subatte ga machigatte iru hidoi. no mimi o sa Animation wa rafu. LGBTQ no o maikai iru Hi, Guardian Spice! I don't think i to be In Tsuyoku I a the I la this. My thanks again to my teacher, Mikio Hattori-sensei. Remember, if you'd like to know more information on her Cultural Exchange Initiative, be sure to visit their website at ceinitiative.org. You can also follow CE Initiative on Instagram and Facebook. And very soon, Shoah Boston will be opening registration for the spring 2022 semester with both in-person and online classes. Plus, with students from Japan finally back on campus, Those taking Japanese classes in person can hopefully find themselves a really good study buddy. I absolutely love chatting with the students there. They help me with my Japanese, and I help with their English. It's a good form of synergy. Anyways, if you are interested in taking Japanese classes, go to showaboston.org for more information. Rad Wimps are back with a new song, although any upcoming shows will be done without founding lead guitarist Akira Kuwahara. The reason? Well, Google it if you want your gossip. Here are Radwebs with Makafuka.
6: 本当はこの世の入り口で開け放したあのドアのありか見つけるためのものだったなら、それを一人では探せないように作った。いつこの変わっ Kimi yubi saki de どれくてを拭く砂袋の時には何てと高悲しみや痛みの
0: This is Phil the Issues Guy from IssuesProgram.com and Phil the Issues Guy on YouTube. Do you like television? Do you like talking about television? Do you have problems and can't sleep at night? If any of those things are true, come on down and join Phil the Issues Guy on YouTube. Phil's recap and review or check out IssuesProgram.com to check out our stuff. Basically what we do is we talk a lot about television, some movies, but mainly television. We do post-episode recaps, live viewings, drunk commentary games, and just general analysis. So if you love television, you don't have a ton of people to talk about television, or you just cannot get enough of some of these awesome shows like Vikings, Better Call Saul, Westworld, Game of Thrones, even The Walking Dead, and some other random shows that just pop up here and there. If you cannot get enough of all those programs and you want to talk about them jump on over join in the live motherfucking chat with some of the best people in the world that all share their thoughts real time whenever we go live so if you subscribe to the youtube channel you follow the youtube channel by clicking that little bell thing you can find out anytime we go live you can also check out issuesprogram.com for a backload of all of our stuff and check out our podcast on stitcher itunes and lots of other places huge thanks to all of you and hope you check it out and hope you enjoy it and i'll talk to you guys next time
7: When calling not a faraway town the center of-
2: lusitanian ghosts with lisbon calling this comes off of their upcoming album exotic chaotic arriving in stores on november 19th and what makes lusitanian ghosts rather interesting is the usage of ancient portuguese instruments to play many of which have sadly been forgotten and replaced by more modern instrumentations well, that about wraps up this week's episode of No Borders, No Race. Remember, for the recent news, reviews, podcast episodes, and videos from the Boston Bash Brigade, you can find us at www.b3crew.com. If you have any questions, comments, or if you're an abandoned band and want to be featured on our show, you can write to us at thebastardsatbostonbastardbrigade.com. Like us on Facebook.com/BostonBassReggae and follow us on B3Crew.tumblr.com. And you can follow me, Your King Baby Duck, on Twitter, the J-Pop, Video Games, Anime, Amino pages, Instagram, and Twitch at KingBabyDuckESH. Don't forget to give some love to our friends at BlackCompat, which you can find at BlackCompat.com twitch.tv slash blackcompact and youtube.com slash blackcompact. Promotional consideration provided for this week's tracks from Telefist and Lusitanian Ghosts made possible by Shameless Promotion PR and a very special thank you to Jen Dix for her contribution to Shameless Tuesdays. Thank you to Kabar PR for Beyond the Sticks and a big shout out to Clay Inferno for sending us Il Mostro for our Beantown Sampler segment. And one more very special thank you to our buddy Mike Rogers for sending us lighters to play. And folks, this is the last normal No Borders, No Race of 2021. I will now begin preparing for the best Japanese albums, world albums, and Anna songs from 2021. Plus, for the first time in, I don't know, probably years... I'm doing a holiday show, which will air right after Thanksgiving, which is the appropriate time to start playing Christmas music. So stay tuned. And speaking of Anna songs, we are ending the show with Sumire Uasaka will be reprising the role of Miss Nagatoro in the just-announced second season. But right now, she's the troublesome magical girl Jingu, and the great Jahi will not be defeated. Here is Sumire Ilesaka with the current opening theme to that show, Sekatsu Konkyu Dame Dinero. And until next time, this is your Team Baby Duck, reminding you that you don't have to be from Boston to be a bastard. But it sure helps. See you on the anime NYC floor, baby!
1: ゲーム the what takino
2: your King Baby Duck, Evan Borgo, from the Electric Sisterhood, and your host for the No Borders, No Race podcast. Each episode, we play the best, brightest, and hottest acts from Japan, America, Europe, and the rest of the world. Every song spun is but a mere taste of what you can expect of the artists heard, so if you truly loved what hit your eardrums, please be sure to support these musicians and buy their albums, EPs, and singles. Places like Amazon.com, CD Japan, Yes Asia, Bandcamp, iTunes, and even your local record store are great places to plop down some sweet moolah to let those artists know that they're doing a heck of a good job with their melodies. The more an artist gets support from listeners, the better the chance that they'll come to a venue nearest you to play the sounds that won your heart. This message is brought to you by the Boston Bash Brigade, reminding you all to support your local, national an international artist any way you can